Hello, everybody. My name is Gage, and I am here with my co-host, Olivia. Hey, everyone. Um, Hi. I just, <laughs> I want to <laughs> apologize, first of all. It's been a real long been, time. Yes, it's been a very long time. And I know we we said that we would never miss another week, but there has been a lot of things happening in both of our lives the last few weeks, which is obviously the reason why the podcast had to take a little bit of a break. But I feel like now we're both in more stable positions where we can resume the podcast and we won't have much more interference and like life-changing events happening anytime soon, maybe. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. We're definitely, I feel like, in better shape. It has been a rough few weeks, and we'll go into detail with everything that's been going on in our lives. But it is funny because, like, last, I think, podcast, you're like, we'll never miss another week. I'll make sure of it or something. It was so we funny. We literally and made like, a promise. <laughs> I was like, it's never going to happen. Never. And, and like, the it weeks after, it's been, like, three weeks, so <laughs> it's just really funny. We love you guys, though. We're so we sorry. It, so it genuinely has been a stressful few weeks, and we probably should have prepared more because, like, I th- yeah, I didn't. I don't think we knew how to the extent of how things were going to go out of hand, and it really is hard to kind of like manage around a three-hour time difference, especially when there's so many changes going on in both of our lives. So yeah, I mean, we can kind of dive deep into that. But before we jump into this, our beautiful patrons, I'm very sorry. We've been obviously absent for the past few weeks. So I just want to give a big, like, loving shout out to you guys for supporting us. So Abigail Bowen, thank you. Ali Ali, um, uh, Ellie Rain, Ellie Kim, and Joe Fan, and Kylie. And yeah, thank you guys for supporting us. You guys are all amazing and incredible people who just constantly give us support and make our show what it is today. So thank you so much to all of you. And yeah. Yeah, especially since we've been absent the last few weeks and our patrons have stuck around and continue to support us. That's, I don't know, that's amazing that people are willing to do that for us. Also, all of like the kind and sweet messages and DMs that we've gotten, just people telling us that they miss our podcast and they hope everything's going well and that we'll be back soon. So I think everybody, for the most part, like understood why we were gone. We've talked a lot about it on social media, but it was just nice to know that people weren't like mad at us for not being able to film for a few weeks. Yeah, I I really, I don't know. It's really cool just to see the community of people. It was also really sweet to see the messages like messaging us uh, where people were just concerned, where they're like, hey, is everything okay? Like, are you guys all right? Rather than like, where's the episode? Like, yeah. like you guys promised. Like, there was a lot of just like people concerned and wanting to know if everything was all right, which was really, really sweet. I am sorry that we weren't a little more communicative with that. It was like really almost kind of down to the wire where we were like, well, maybe we can film an episode by the end of this week. And then kind of last minute, it was like, oh, no, we're not. We were unable to kind of things come up. And so we'll definitely get into like all of that jazz, like in the episode. But yeah, thank you guys for the community and just for being so fucking sweet. It's like really, it's heartwarming to see that people are listening, they care, and they and they genuinely just like want the well, like our well-being is like put first. And that's really, I don't know, it's really fun to see and like, a, I guess, a fan base or a viewership. And I don't know, I'm, I'm really appreciative of all of you. Me too. So 
as we mentioned, there's been a lot of stuff happening lately that required us to kind of step back from the podcast for a little bit. And I know a lot of you are just dying to hear everything that's been happening. So do you want to start? Do you want to kind of just talk about what's been happening? This episode's basically just going to be like a conversation, like a catch up just to get you guys informed on why we were gone for so long. Just because, you know, we have these conversations at the beginning of every episode, but we haven't had a conversation in like three weeks. So there's been a lot of details that we'd like to share. Definitely. And I, I definitely, I think Gage has a lot more to say. A lot of things happened to her. So yeah, we'll probably divide this into like, I'm going to kind of give a little detail of what's been happening with me the past few weeks. And then the second half will be kind of Gage just kind of showcasing and telling you guys everything that's been going on because really amazing things happen for you. And like, that's just so cool. Yeah. So I'm excited to talk about that and share it with the podcast. So yeah, I mean, I can kind of just jump into how my week's been. Um, or like my past few weeks, I guess. Um, it hasn't been the happiest, which I wish I could just, you know, come on here and be like, you know, my life has been going great. You know, all these good things have been happening. But like, it's just been like a really weird few weeks for me. And like, I don't even know how to describe it. I just like have been dealing with like a lot of issues like with my health. And I mean, I'm overall like I'm fine. I'm healthy. I recently got my blood work done and everything is good. Um, but I've been having like weird like spurs of like just bad anxiety that's been coming out of nowhere. And I didn't realize how much it was affecting me um, until like it was like this past Saturday. We were um, at a five seconds of summer concert in Orlando. Um, and like I just had a massive panic attack during like the last few songs. And it kind of like showcases itself in like a heart palpitation. And I've been having like a bunch of those lately. And I, you know, I spoke with a doctor and they say it's pretty common when you have pretty bad anxiety. And I've been noticing them like influx whenever um, I get really stressed out or anxious about things. And yeah, it's definitely been affecting me a lot where like I stopped drinking coffee because I don't want to like in- make myself more inclined to have an anxiety attack. I stopped like drinking alcohol speak and like every time that I do or take a sip of alcohol it stresses me out or I like have this massive panic attack so like I've been kind of just dealing with like being afraid of getting these like really bad feelings I was at the concert and it was like the weirdest like sensation because it was like the last few songs I felt like the bass of the their music like in my chest and it felt like my heart was like beating really fast or like it was like skipping beats and so I, I was like freaking out. I was like, am I okay? Like what's going on? And then all of a sudden I felt it happening like more frequently and it was like overwhelming me. And like, I got so scared. I couldn't breathe. I like couldn't speak. I was like stuttering to say anything. And like to the point where like I legitimately thought I had a stroke. And so I was like, I don't know what's going on. And yeah, it's like, it like kind of led to me like, you know, going down this ripple effect of like, I need to start taking care of better care of myself. And I'm not the most healthiest when it comes to like eating. And I know that I need to like start kind of getting better at that or like taking my medications in terms of like my vitamins and stuff, because I'm very low on like certain things that I should be taking. And I don't know, I think this kind of was a slap in the face to kind of be like, everything's fine. Like the world is, you know, going at it at the same pace. Like I, I just need to relax. I need to take a deep breath and relax. So I'm just kind of in this weird process of trying to 
I don't know. I've been to so many doctor's appointments this past week. It was from Tuesday to Friday that I've just been at like doctor's appointment after doctor's appointment. And yeah, I don't know. I'm just kind of trying to figure things out. But so that's kind of that's one reason why, like, you know, we haven't been able to find some time to film because a lot of times like I'll go through like a massive like panic or things are going on and it likes more later at night whenever we typically are available and it's just been kind of hard to be in a better headspace to be able to kind of do this so yeah but it's been funky I don't know that's so scary I remember when you texted me when you were at the concert yeah because like I've experienced something similar but it definitely wasn't as bad as you which is what I initially thought it was and then you started telling me about it and I like realized how serious it was so it was like yeah I, I like it was so weird because I was like I need to text someone because like I, I just like I don't know why like I grabbed my phone it was like when it was happening too I like was in the I was like we went to the restroom because I was like I need to sit down so like I was like I need to just sit down and so I like it, it was just peeing and like I was texting you while it was happening so I was like on the toilet, like breathing, like really hard. Like it's so funny too, because like I can't imagine what the people around me were thinking. Because I was like full on, like <sighs> like it was like extremely, like it was just insane. And so, um, just kind of going through that, like I just like yeah, I needed to vent it out. And once I did get food in my system, um, which was really great. Once I I uh, got some water in my system, we were driving in the car ride home. And like, I felt so much better. And I, I started to realize like, oh, like maybe because for the longest time I was like, am I getting sick? Was that like, a, like, was that a heart attack? Like, am I being crazy? Um, but I started to kind of realize like, oh, no, it was just it was like insane panic that I've really never experienced in that level before. And so I would that from there, I was like, OK, I need to see doctors. And so this past week, I've just been in so many appointments. But yeah. Well, at least the concert was good. Yes, the concert was great. And it's funny because, like, they, like, posted pictures, like, on their Instagram, Five Seconds of Summer, of, like... <gasps> yeah, I saw, and you were, like, in one <laughs> Yeah, I was, like, if you just, like... It was, like, a very small... Because my girlfriend showed me. She was, like, look at that bitch that was in front of us with that sign. It's, like, she's... Of course she's in the fucking picture. Because the entire time we were watching this show we were like upset because this girl had the sign in in our way. We couldn't see anything because she put the sign up. But then I like zoomed in. I was like, wait, that's my forehead. And then so <laughs> I like, I was like, oh my God. It just like affirmed the idea that I need fucking FFS because my face looks fucking busted as fuck. But like, I was like shocked. I was like, oh my God, there I am. And so I posted it on my Instagram. <laughs> that's crazy that you actually found yourself in that picture. It is weird. It's like so, I saw it. it's so tiny. It's literally like a fraction of your forehead. I would have never been able to tell. I like. I think my forehead's such a big insecurity of mine that like I can clock it from like miles away. Like if I see a picture of myself, <laughs> like I know that's me because I'm like, oh, that fucking busted ass square ass forehead. Like it's funny, but <laughs> yeah, it was like a it was a good time. Nonetheless, like we saw um, them. And there was an opener for um, four and five seconds of summer. Lena, Lena Stellar, something like that. Or I don't know, but Lena. I'm not gonna lie. And people, if you guys might like her, and there might be viewerships that like her, but that was the worst I think performance I've ever seen. Oh and like, God. I hope I don't get dragged. But like, Wait, who's the person? 
uh, I think her name is like, um, it's Lennon, like John Lennon, Lennon Stella. And it's just like this, this, I think she's like a pop artist. Oh, I've never um, heard of her before. She has a song with the Chainsmokers. So you might've heard a song with her, but like her performance on stage was just like, she looked like she did not want to be there. And I was like, I was like, you know, she like it was like cute, like her music was good, but like her entire performance, like her face was just like, I don't want to be here right now. And oh like, my god, she does have a song with the Chainsmokers. I like that song. Yes, yeah, so I and I didn't. I apparently have heard of her too, but like when I went there, I was like, who the fuck is this? But when she, yeah, like I knew a song from her, but it was like it was weird because like I was like, like why do you it just seem like she didn't want to be there? So I was like, oh, this is like a. Did she like sound bad too? No, she sounded really good, but like I did just uh, her like energy was just like for the she was like in an arena. So like, you know, you need that energy to like hype up everyone and just it wasn't there. So I was like, I was like really disappointed. I've been to a lot of shows and I've been to a few like stadium and arena shows. And like, I don't think I've ever seen a performance that like, I don't know, that just boring, I guess. And I hope that probably sounds really mean, but I was just I was bored. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah it does but it was it was it was fun to just kind of um i like seeing artists that i like i don't know because like the entire time like I'm, yeah. I'm able to just like commentate on it like i was like talking with emily while she was on because mm-hmm. like i don't have any investment in the artist i'm not like paying attention so like it's fun to kind of just like listen to the music and vibe out yeah. so like the whole experience was good anytime i get a chance to go to like orlando it like it, it, it's so fun. It's just fun to kind of leave my small little town and kind of like be able to explore, um, you know, Florida. So mm-hmm. it was cute. It was only like a little day trip, and we went in the afternoon, but it was still really fun. So I, I enjoyed it. But yeah, I think that's kind of like all that's been going on in my life. There's some other things, some other updates, but I think I'm gonna save it for a future episode. Because I'm, I'm still kind of on the fence where my girlfriend and I are trying to make this big adjustment in our life. And I'm going to, I just want to kind of tell you guys probably a next podcast, if it happens or not, I'll, I'll let you know. But yeah. yeah, we might have a little furry friend involved in our family soon. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> but anyways, um, Gage has a lot to say. I'm sure she's gone through. I have to make notes and like a look. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And because you've you've been through so much this past few weeks. Yeah. Okay. But um before we dive into your story, I think we're gonna take a quick second for the ad, but then afterwards we're gonna, you know, jump into everything that Gage has been going through. So sure. without further ado, here's the ad. Yeah. Um so speaking of furry friends, I actually got another cat. Um for those of you who don't know. I have a cat already who's named Jordan, and we got another cat who's named Nike, and it's actually Jordan's brother. Um, so the person that we got Jordan from, basically the cat, the mom had another litter, and there was a little tiny little baby that we thought was so cute that we wanted to get. So we had our mindset, we we're going to get him, and then when she brought the litter, to my boyfriend. I was at work, but he went to go pick up the cat. She also brought like Jordan's brother. So the brother from her exact same letter, they were born together. They basically grew up together until they got separated when we adopted her. Um, So they still had her brother. And we decided like, 
It'd probably be a better idea if we got her actual brother because they might remember each other. He's also been neutered already. And that was kind of a hassle, like dealing with her when she got spayed. So it just made it a lot easier for us to get another cat that was the same age as her because we didn't have to do like the whole baby kitten thing over again. Um, So yeah, we ended up getting Nike, which is another shoe related name because my boyfriend is obsessed with shoes and won't let me do anything else to name them anything else other than sneaker related things. So I now have two little babies and they're running around like crazy all the time. I'm really glad that they get along with each other because I was like kind of scared. I didn't know if they would get along and I know cats are kind of assholes. So I was like, I really hope they get along because I don't want them to be fighting all the time, but they do and I'm happy. But in like the grand scheme of things, that's probably, no offense, thank you, the least significant thing (laughs) that's happened to me. So I guess I'll start with the next thing and then work my way up to the biggest event. So the second thing, there's just so many. Uh, the second thing is I got a new job, which I have been talking about for actually a while now because I since like the beginning of her podcast, like it's been a long time. I was like, I fucking hate my job. I want a new one. (laughs) And here I am. I finally have my new job. I'm really excited. It's, it's like a corporate job. It's in an office. It's weird. It's like my first real grown-up job. So I'm trying to adjust to the fact that I am like an adult and I have a real job and also like learn all the policies and procedures and everything I need to know in order to succeed at my job. At the moment, it kind of just feels like I'm in college because I'm just studying. Like I work in insurance, so I'm studying all the insurance policies for the state of California and all the other terminologies and stuff that I need to know in order to practice insurance. So that's fun. Weirdly enough, I get to go to Birmingham, Alabama for training. So if anyone lives in Alabama and you have any suggestions of like what to do in Alabama or like, is it nice there? What are the people like? Do I'm they about like to do trannies? Like, are they transphobic? <laughs> I don't think so because it's Alabama, but I'm about to do a quick Google search of how far Alabama is from Florida. Oh, just because oh, you, you need, can come to Alabama. I, I, I just need an Alabama. excuse. To, I, I need to see. Let me see. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Gainesville oh my God. to Birmingham. Sorry, I'm Googling is while we're recording. I don't know geography, so I literally don't know where Alabama is. Okay. Um, it's a seven-hour drive. Oh. <laughs> Which okay. genuinely isn't – that's not too bad, to be quite honest. What day are you coming? I don't know yet. It's probably going to be like two or three uh, weeks out from today or from next week. Yeah, I don't – we'll so, see because I work all the fucking time. But yeah. yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so I get to go to Birmingham, Alabama. Was that offensive that I... No, definitely not. That's how they sound. Like, if you've been anywhere near this stuff, that's exactly how they sound. I haven't. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I get to see all my country brothers and sisters. Okay. You should have um, a girlish meetup. Yeah, we should. Drive to Alabama. We can go to the farm or whatever they do. (laughs) They probably just wear Trump hats and just sing country songs all day. They eat corn on the cob. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Anyways, I'm I don't hate people that are from 
the country. Don't worry, I do. I, I love country people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you are. I mean, I technically am from the South, so I guess I can't really yeah. say anything. It's fine. Um, but yeah, so I have a new job. And finally, the biggest thing that happened to me, most of you also know that I got facial feminization surgery, which I believe I got 16 days ago. So it's been a little over two weeks. I like appearance wise, I don't look like I'm pretty much fully healed. I don't think I'm swollen anymore, but I still get like headaches. My head is still a little bit tender. Um, on my incision site and yeah it's it's mostly just like headaches and sometimes nausea but barely anymore um i just want to say that i was severely underprepared to get ffs because i thought the recovery was going to be like a walk in the park which it definitely wasn't because i i'm actually like going to put a youtube video out I recorded my whole process while I was recovering and you get to see how ugly I looked when my swelling was at its worst and when my hair was all like knotted and ratted and it was just a mess like the first five days or so were really hard I probably would have died without my mom or my boyfriend like taking care of me because I was nauseous I had serious migraines. I could barely stand up or I would get dizzy. And it was a lot. And I mean, I guess that's kind of what happens when you get your forehead peeled off and your skull reconstructed. But I don't know what I was expecting after I got the surgery. I was, I just thought I would walk out and like be perfectly fine. But that was not the case. Um, to kind of go into detail, I guess I could tell you guys what I got done. So I got a brow bone shave. I got hair transplants um, on my hairline. They didn't move my hairline. They slightly lowered it, but they didn't like adjust my hairline or anything. Um, I got a slight brow lift and that's what I got. So you can't like, you can't really tell like face on now that I'm fully healed. You can't really tell that I got surgery. I look very similar. But my side profile, my side profile is so good. Like sometimes I'm just like randomly sitting in my office or like in traffic and I just take a picture of my side profile because I I just, I'm in love with it. So that was the biggest thing. Um, They basically like made an incision on my forehead, pulled down my forehead skin and then shaved down my brow bone just in case anybody was wondering how the process went. Um, so it was a pretty, like, it is an intensive procedure. When I was done, I had like staples in my head and I was bleeding and all this other extra stuff. So it was definitely a lot, but I'm healed. I'm back at work. And most importantly, I'm here filming an episode for the podcast. So those were pretty much like the biggest, the big three events that happened in my life that kind of prevented me from being able to film mostly my FFS just because I literally couldn't get out of bed for a week and a half. So yeah, that's pretty much what's been happening with me. Yeah. was Didn't they have to wake you up after? Oh my God. So yeah. So I, how did that go? Yeah. I got surgery, like my facial surgery, my FFS was done. 
And then after my FFS, so when they do hair transplant, basically what they do is they take a piece of skin off of your scalp and then they individually remove the hair follicles and then poke tiny holes in your transplant site, wherever you want to put the hair, and then place the follicles into those holes. So essentially, they were poking holes into my forehead and inserting hair follicles into them. So I wake up like extremely groggy. I didn't really know what was going on. I just look up and I see a bright light. And then I can see like in the peripheral vision, like two nurses side by side, like on on top of my head, like doing the hair transplant. And I didn't feel anything. I just felt like a lot of pressure. Like I felt them like poking my head. It didn't hurt, but I'm assuming like looking back now that they were like literally making holes in my scalp in order to put the, the follicles in. So I felt like pressure and I was just like sitting there while they dug little holes in my scalp and inserted hair follicles into it. And it was interesting because it it lasted for like two hours and I was still like kind of groggy and very high from the anesthesia. So I was just like zoned out in my own little world, staring at the ceiling for two hours while they worked on my forehead and I was awake and it was kind of weird. <laughs> but yeah, I was I was nervous because they told me that during my pre-op appointment. They're like, so you're going to be awake for your hair transplant. And I was like, I'm sorry. Like, what do you mean I'm going to be awake? Because it's it's a surgery, but typically people who get hair transplants are awake the whole time because you can't like move and they need to be able to access all parts of your head. So yeah, it was weird. A lot of people are actually getting hair transplants. Like Gigi got one. Somebody from the, the Vlog Squad, squad got one Yeah, same with Jazzy. And- yeah. There's another person from the Vlog Squad who I think is going or thinking or considering to get They're it. Pos- it's like scary, to be honest. So like, it's if you so want to watch terrifying. that, then go. I have yeah, that well- like fear of that phobia of like small holes or whatever. So if you have that phobia, I probably would suggest not watching it because that's literally all it is. It was like, yeah, I saw the surgery being being done like on, on Zane's channel and like him actually doing it, it was insane because they they cut from the back of his scalp, and they like they showed the piece of skin that they cut off, yeah. and like there's like the like it looked like there's like a row of women that were like pulling out the follicle or trying to clean the follicle. It was like it looked like an assembly line how they were doing it. Yeah, and it was so like weird and just it just was like a an, like a weird process. It made me queasy. I had to like turn it off because I was like, oh, like that's really hard to look at. The surgery itself is so fascinating that they can do that. Like it's insane. Yeah, that's it's that's so cool that there's just it's insane how like medicine these days are just you're able to just I don't know, so easily now it seems that we've just advanced so much that you can do a lot and I don't know, I think it's so great especially for trans women. It's like it's just an amazing. And then a lot of insurances now are, are being able to cover all these different like procedures for like different surgeries because a lot of times if insurance did cover procedures it was typically just bottom surgery just grs and like now in these days you're starting to see insurances opening up to breast augmentations or like ffs so it is really that's so cool to see yeah my insurance actually paid for my ffs so i'm very lucky for that yeah it is really cool Uh, my insurance pays for um it pays for bottom surgery 
but but the surgeon says that he is he's seen my insurance specifically like um be able to cover um face um uh, facial feminization surgery and also breast augmentation so when i try to get surgery back in the day he tried to put me all three surgeries in one day and i was like you're fucking insane like it was like so crazy he like he set me literally set me up for three surgeries in one day like how does someone survive that like uh, what yeah but he just that wanted is really to go cool. to work <laughs> i guess it's more money from him so he's just like yeah i don't give a fuck i'm gonna i'll do this and it'll take me eight hours to do and then you can suffer for three four five months or even no because grs you're healing for like a year and um yeah it's like he doesn't it's just it was like i was like what like that's insane but it is cool to see that like you you know you're already you went through that process you got your first major surgery which is a big deal because like it's, it's so hard to kind of like fathom it, it even sometimes like for me it's like like I like dream of surgery and I know that I'm able and I'm capable to get it but the idea of actually getting it it just seems like so far away or like something that's so far fetched but it's like a normal thing that I feel like should be normalized more because. I'm so scared of surgery because my entire life, that was always such a scary thing. But it is cool knowing that like a close person of mine, like in my life has gotten it and like survived it. And like, they're able to tell their stories so I can learn from it. And if I want to apply it, then I can apply it. And like when I get it in the future, if I get it in the future. So, yeah, it's kind of weird because there are times where it doesn't feel real. It, I kind of forget that I got FFS just because it was, it's been something that I wanted ever since I started my transition and to think that like I've already gotten it and it's over with is weird after you've been wanting it for so long. But yeah. hopefully this Especially- just keeps my momentum going into other surgeries yeah. and I don't just wait <laughs> again and procrastinate like last time. Yeah, especially because this surgery that you got, you got it really last minute. Like they just had an opening all of a sudden and right, you got it within a few months after you I would decided have had to wait you wanted until, it. Like, March of next year. Wow, that's like insane. So yeah, you got it so soon. So it is crazy to kind of like, there is a lot of mental prep. I kind of, that's why I kind of enjoyed the idea that surgery, it's not like a, I'll just get it next week. It's more of a, uh, you have a year to kind of consider this and do research. Um, so yeah. yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's, that's cool. Like that there is something like that and that there is that wait time, but it was also really amazing that you're able to just go in and get it, especially cause like you have been wanting it for so long and it was just like something that was like, just fell into place. It seemed like, so that was really cool. Yeah. So that's and the timing, yeah, the timing of everything for you was like, you got your new job, like you you got the surgery like right at the end of your current job that like was helping with the insurance and then I don't know this whole like the way everything worked out for you was really really great like timing yeah I'm really lucky because my old job covered my surgery so they paid for my surgery and then I ended up leaving that job while I was recovering and then I started my new job after I was done recovering so everything like literally worked out exactly how it needed to work out in order for me to like go to work and start a new job and everything yeah which is it's so fucking amazing like that's so cool so definitely if i get ffs in the future i'm going to your surgeon because you look amazing me too he's amazing it is crazy like when i when i looked at you whenever after you sent me pictures and all the recovery because like 
it, it is the slightest things. Like if, um, if I didn't know you so well, then I, I might not even like notice that the change, like from yesterday to like today or something. But like, like when you actually look at the changes, like side by side, that is so significant where it, like the smallest things go the longest way, like the furthest, because like your side profile is completely different. And yeah, you just look really good. So I'm really happy for you. Thank you. Yeah, I have pictures of like my literal skull, like x-rays, and my head is a completely different shape. And it's crazy. That is like, it it was so cute because after your surgery, you like FaceTimed me. And I don't know if you remember. I don't even remember. I was so like out of it that day. It made me so happy because you were just like, you were like, you were just talking to me like you had just gone out of the surgery. (laughs) And it was just, it was like a cute moment because like your mom was in the back and like we were, <laughs> we were all just like talking and like, it was just, it was like really sweet. And like, it is cool too. Cause after I feel like, I feel like your surgery and like when you're showing me the pictures of like your progress and everything and how much you look like your mom, it was just like, oh, like, it's just like, it's so cool to just see that. I don't know. Yeah. You guys are going to be so scared when you see what I looked like when I was recovering like it's horrifying I'm excited for the video it's so scary I almost like broke down and started crying at certain points because like I don't think anything can prepare you to see yourself look that way like I never in a million years thought I would ever look that way like so swollen like I was unrecognizable for a few days and it was like a lot to handle yeah and like th- like it's very common for people to have like post-depression after surgery I definitely much- went through that yeah yeah because it's, it's something so traumatic like when I get a cold and like I'm in the middle of the cold like it being the worst I like start crying because I'm like this feels like it's never gonna go away like, what if it never goes away? What if I'm just sick, like, like sick like this forever? So, like, I can imagine, like, being in that process of recovering and after a major surgery and just being like, oh, my God, when is this going to go away? When is this pain going to go away? Or when am I going to look better? That, like, not knowing of what's happening or what's going next or if everything's okay, just, like, like trying to listen to your body and understand it and, like, accept that it's, you know, doing or playing its role. It is really scary. So, like, I can imagine, like, your fear of, like, going through it. That's, like, my biggest concern, too, of surgery is, like, afterwards, like, will I be okay? Because I'm the biggest fucking baby in the world. Yeah. But, yeah. So I had, like, a mental breakdown brushing my hair for the first time after surgery because my hair was literally – also, tip, if you're getting FFS, put your hair up. Don't take it out. Even if you want to, just keep it up because if you take it down, it's going to turn into a rat's nest like mine did. And literally sat in front of the mirror for almost two hours trying to comb through my hair when I still had like a tender scalp and I couldn't really like comb through it that hard because it hurt. Also had to look at myself in the mirror with my like cinder block head and like just look at myself. And I like broke down and started crying and like had a mental breakdown and like kind of questioned whether or not I made the right decision because I was so miserable at that moment. But that is just part of the process. I don't think a lot of people talk about that after they get a major surgery, but it's normal. Like most people usually go through that, especially if you get something as crazy as FFS, which you're literally 
changing the structure of your face. Yeah, I definitely think it's an important thing to do to talk about surgery. And like, I'm happy that we're going in this direction the way we're talking, just because like, I feel like there is like a big community in like the trans community where I understand like discretion and you might want things to keep private, especially if it was something really tragic or major that happened with you. If it, even if it's surgery, I understand that, you know, people wanting to be silent about it, but there's so much importance that can come. There's so much people that it can help from just being transparent because like I need like influential people to like tell me their stories. I need people just so I can understand how things are going to go whenever I get a surgery. So I'm not scared. So there's community. So I understand that I'm not the only one that's going to be going through this. Mm -hmm. And like, it is really important to do that because like major surgeries are so scary. And if you guys are like me, I'm like the biggest hypochondriac who like, I think what I think I'm dying if the smallest thing is happening to me. And so I, it's so important to have that community or have those influential people that are speaking about, you know, the, the things that are happening to them, the surgeries that they're going through, the like the nitty, like all the gross and nasty stuff that's happening because it's really important. And I feel like sometimes I do get a little upset when I do see like, like giant trans figures not speaking about surgeries because I don't, I don't know, they have some sort of like shame against it, but I don't know, it just not saying anything is what's creating the shame. So. I just really think it's important to kind of be fully transparent about it because it could help so many people. And I know for me, anytime I see a surgery video, I like click on it so fast because I want to know how everything goes through. Even if it scares me, I like, I think it's like, it's ultimately so good for the community. Yeah. No, a lot, a lot of people don't really talk about it. I mean, they, they vlog like their surgery progress, but they don't like actually show you like how hard it is or really talk about it. And I think it's important because I feel like a lot of people, if you do get a surgery and you do have like post-surgery depression, you don't really know what to do because nobody told you it was going to be like that. So I think it's, it's better if people know beforehand so that they can prepare themselves. Cause even I wasn't prepared. Like I knew it was a thing, but like even I wasn't prepared for what happened. Yeah, I definitely recommend as like as much as possible doing research, specifically researching like the doctors. Um, and you said like you like I'm with you like the way that because you had a consultation beforehand, so like you got a vibe of the doctor before you even like spoke with him or saw him. And or I mean, well, you got a sorry, you got you like understood your doctor like whenever you met him. Is what I meant. Mm -hmm. And like so, you, like you like felt safe and like you you were like you understood like the process and I'm sure that he was really easy like to understand and he simplified things. And I think that's also really important to feel trust with the doctor just so things can be less scary and make sure I think, cause I've been in to a consultation with bottom surgery and the thing I regret the most is not asking enough questions. So I definitely like wish that I asked like a bunch more questions and I like re maybe recorded the conversation too, just so I can like look back and have those answers because a lot of things I don't even remember, or I might be more educated now. And I wish that I remembered what he was saying or what he told me so that I can really fully decide if I had wanted that surgery or if I want to go with that surgeon. So I definitely recommend doing a bunch of research beforehand, asking a bajillion questions and maybe even getting a contact info like number. So if you have any more questions, you can call or, or like text them and ask them. Cause I know sometimes surgeons are do that where they have like 
a person that you can reach out to to ask any questions that you might be worried or concerned about. So, yeah, my surgeon even gave me his personal number after surgery. So I was able to like text him any questions and stuff that I had after, which was nice. So there's definitely surgeons out there that will like help you throughout the process and answer all of your questions if you have any questions too. But that's a good point. It's to like, don't wait until you get into your consultation to let the doctor tell you everything about what you're getting. You should be researching it beforehand so you can ask personal questions that relate to you specifically. Yeah. Surgery is spooky. Um, but I think if you want it, I, I think everyone should, um, I think there should be accessibility for people to get it if they want it, because I I also see a lot of shame around surgeries um, where, um, yeah, I feel like it's very much of the mindset um, that like, oh, like, you know, if you're beautiful the way you are, like, why would you change this? Why would you change that? Even bottom surgery for trans women, there's a lot of um, people that um, even like chasers or people that are like that, that like want you to keep certain parts because um, they see you a certain way. And I just hate that. I think that if you're going through an experience, um, if you're going through an insecurity and there is a way to fix it and it's optional or you have the, the means to fix it, then why not do that step to make yourself happier? I think it's so important. And I think it's like, there's just, there needs to be a culture around it that is normalizing it because yeah, I feel like oftentimes I like people get in my ear and anytime someone gets in my ear and they start talking about surgery and they like start telling me, don't get it. All is, all of it it's doing is just stressing me out more. It's just scaring me more. And it's just making me more intimidated for what I want. And inevitably I'm going to get that. And so all someone in my ear telling me not to get it is doing is just creating more anxiety when I get to surgery. And so that's why I hate when people are like, don't get surgery. No, surgery silly. It's like, no, I'm going to fucking get it because I'm able to and I'm capable of it. And that's what I want. Don't make this already harder than what it is because it's like already emotionally draining because you're going through a major surgery and like just the recovery and everything. But also like having to deal with people in your ear, putting like like a little seed in your brain, making you afraid of the surgery. That never adds any value to the process. Yeah. People are too nosy. Because like I posted on Instagram that I was getting surgery and I would say about 80% of them automatically assumed that I was getting bottom surgery and like either said, oh my God, you're getting bottom surgery or like chasers, like you said, say, no, don't get bottom surgery. And I'm like, I didn't even tell you what what I was getting and you're already jumping to conclusions about what I'm going to get. So it just kind of feeds into that idea that people they care way too much about what other people do with their own bodies and think that their opinions are relevant, but they're actually not. Yeah. Sorry. It's, it's really actually, I'm not frustrating, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm happy that you're able to go through this and share your experience with us. Cause it like, you're just kind of showing me everything, like going through everything. And like, it really just shows me how much I'm probably not going to get the surgery because I'm scared. Oh my God. <laughs> you're so miserable. You're like, I threw up just now. And it's like, oh my God, is it really that bad? And so kind of scared me a little. But, the first you know. day. So the first day I had a terrible nausea, but the first day I looked the best because my swelling hadn't kicked in yet. So I would 
like projectile vomit into the toilet and then look up at my reflection in the mirror. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so pretty. I might be nauseous and I might be throwing up, but I'm so pretty right now. I can imagine that being like a, so like weird. a scene in a movie where like just throwing up, but like the reflection off the toilet of your face, just like, you're like, oh my God, I'm so pretty. Yeah. And like, I would wake up at four in the morning and I'd look in the mirror and I'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm so pretty. And then that all went it's downhill like, oh. after I started to get my swelling. So, yeah, but at least things are getting better and you're, you're in a better headspace. Yeah. Um, and just feeling a lot better. Yeah. So that's really good. Also, um, now that we're done, you know, kind of talking about this, you know, wrapping it up, we talked about this earlier, but I didn't, we didn't go in specific details, like personally. Um, I don't know if you guys are, or would be interested in this, but I'm just kind of putting it out there. Would you guys like a, like a, a movie review club? I think that would be really cool. If like Girlish had like once a month dedicated an episode of us talking about a, a piece of cinema, or it could even be like maybe, maybe once every two months, just like a piece of cinema that is trans related, or if maybe more LGBTQ related, but specifically, or maybe we're looking for trans movies and just kind of like rating it or talking about our experience, whether it would showcase trans people in a good way, or in a bad way. And we kind of, I think it'd be really cool to kind of have our perspectives on how Hollywood is treating trans people. And so I was, you know, just kind of like throwing the idea of like having like a movie club where we'll announce a movie that we'll be all watching together and then we'll all watch the movie and then we'll have an episode, Gage and I, where we just kind of talk about like our thoughts and our opinions on the movie and just basically like what we think about it. So like obviously like if we were to do one, for example, um, the big one is The Danish Girl. You know, obviously it's like oh, very wow. problematic. Gage and I have both seen it. A lot of people have a lot to say about it, but we, I think we both wrote papers we literally, on I wrote the movie. <laughs> and um, literally, yeah, same. I wrote about um, the heterotopes or something like that. I was using Foucault, um, like his theory on certain things. And okay. it was just, nice. I, yeah, it was a lot. But... <laughs> Wow, I, wish I love I being an academic that. queen. I think I still have mine somewhere. I might like I might read it or like read a section yeah, or two if we ever, if we do do this. That would be so funny. I think it'll be hilarious. Yeah, I think we should. But if you guys are interested in that, then maybe in a future episode, um, yeah, be expecting that. The first episode, if we do do it, will probably be the Danish Girl. So if you have yet to see the Danish Girl, watch it because we potentially will be doing an episode specifically on it. So mm-hmm. yeah. So I don't know. Are you down with doing something like that? I think it'd be cool. I think that would be actually really cool. Yeah. Because, yeah, a lot of times it can be hard kind of coming up with ideas or topics to talk about. when Because, like, we do talk about a lot and we've already talked about a lot. So it'll be kind of cool, like, shift to kind of talk about media and how it portrays, like, trans individuals. So, yeah, I'm excited. Definitely do that. All right. Well, let us know what you guys think. Um, Yeah. And we're happy to be back. Just, like, genuinely, I think we're just so happy to be making, I don't know, just podcast again, recording again being able to communicate because sometimes this like genuinely is just a phone call with like gauge because we really don't talk like we text all the time but we don't really i feel like have a phone call that often so the time Mm -hmm. that i feel like that we would have a phone call is like in this podcast so it's very therapeutic to just you know be on here and speaking with a friend yeah 
I, I, we were talking earlier about like how this is also kind of like our weekly therapy session where we can rant about all of our problems and just talk it out. And we haven't been doing that lately and it's been building up in both of us and we're glad to be back. For that That's probably why I'm having anxiety attacks. I know. <laughs> I'm so stressed out because I haven't talked with you in like three weeks. Literally. It's really an emotional time for me. It is. I think I'm getting sick. I, my nose is blowing, but yeah but with that being said i think we're good to end this episode this week's episode thank you guys for everything if you want you can follow us on instagram at the girlish podcast i forgot our instagram handle it's girlish podcast right that's our instagram yeah i think it is yeah so you can follow us on instagram at girlish podcast you can also support us on patreon which would be amazing um, we're, we're definitely going to try and be more active on there because I know we were a little slow these past few weeks, but obviously we're playing catch up. So we're going to try and give you guys the content that we're promising you. And with that being said, I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week. And I'm very excited and happy that we're back. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye.